On today's episode of Stable Denusion, Valve updates their policies for AI-powered game developers. We'll also take a look at the controversial new Civit AI Club's membership scheme and see if an AI-powered George Carlin can make us laugh about life in 2024. Happy New Year, by the way. Oh, and in the stable surge, HD Horizons lets you expand your 1.5 generations without upscaling. Now make a list of 10 dirty words and join me for a brand new stable denusion for the week of January 17th, 2024, starting now. This episode is brought to you by the Everly Heights Building Dreams Patreon. Join the artistic journey and be part of something very special by supporting the project at patreon.com slash everlyheights. And by StreamYard. Use it like I am to bring your streams to life. Get $10 in free credit by going to streamyard.everlyheights.tv to sign up. Welcome to Stable Dynusion, where Bill Meeks breaks down the latest stories in the world of stable diffusion and generative AI. Get ready to dive into the latent space. Now, here's your host, Bill Meeks. Welcome to Stable Dynusion, where we break down the latest stories in the world of stable diffusion and generative AI. We fend off the fuss with facts. I'm Bill Meeks. Now, I'm pumped to be back after close to a month off for the holidays. Although I hope you enjoyed the awesome interview with cartoonist and podcaster Scott Johnson that I dropped here on the channel and on the podcast feed a few days ago. Now, there's a lot to catch up on. Let's talk about the big stories in the Stable Scoop. Extra, extra, here comes the Stable Scoop. Valve, the company behind the Steam gaming platform, is introducing changes in how games that use AI technology are handled on their platform. Last year, Valve clarified that it was working to integrate AI into its existing review policies. And now, recently, Valve updated the content survey that game developers fill out when submitting their games to the Steam marketplace. The new survey includes a new AI disclosure section where developers need to describe how AI is used in the development and execution of their game, differentiating between pre-generated AI content created during development and live-generated AI content, which is created while the game is running. Valve will use this information to review games before release. The changes are being implemented after Valve spent several months learning about AI technology and gaming, and after discussions with game developers. Overall, Valve is adapting its policies to embrace AI-driven games and opening the door for a more significant number of such games on Steam. Now, I remember a lot of AI detractors declaring Valve's AI pause last year a victory. So it's nice to see Valve come out with a sensible policy. Still, it feels a little weird to have to tag the tool you're using to make the game. My hopes are that as this tech becomes more commonplace, we won't have to tag things as much like you see here. Do they make people who use Unreal Engine tag it? I, I don't know for sure, but if you do, let me know in the comments. Overall, this is exactly the move I'd expect a community-driven, open company like Valve to make. Ella Irwin, former head of trust and safety for Twitter, back when that meant something, has joined the team at Stability AI as its senior vice president of integrity. 
Irwin's role oversees stability AI strategy in regards to child safety, IP law, and disinformation. Stability CEO Emad Mustak says Irwin's hiring is part of the company's commitment to responsible use of AI technology. Irwin left X, or Twitter if you prefer, recently due to a misalignment with the company's principles. Oh, Elon. Considering things like child safety and IP law are brought up so much in regards to generative AI, it's nice to see the company committing headcount to keeping an eye on it. Pre-Musk, I thought Twitter did a pretty decent job at moderating the content, so I'm hopeful this will be a positive move for stability. Now, time will tell, of course. Now, while we were on our break, Civit AI announced Creators Clubs, a new feature similar to Patreon that would allow model creators on Civit AI to get financial support from fans, as well as offer exclusive models and other stable diffusion tools to their fans, again, similar to Patreon. While the initial post emphasized that the clubs weren't meant to be a paywall for content, the community backlash was loud and instant. After taking a beat, Civit AI's head of trust and safety posted a new call for feedback from the community. Irwin said the company needs to make money to provide their service, and they want to reward valuable community contributors at the same time. That's how you build a good community, right? Civit AI is mulling a revamped version of clubs, but are asking for the community to give their feedback first. You can access the user survey by going to the Charting Our Future Together blog post over at civitai.com. Now, as somebody who creates a lot of AI content, including custom models, I was really excited when I heard about clubs as it would probably make me more discoverable than I am on Patreon because, you know, a whole big group of people who were into AI. I'm glad to see they're listening to the community and I hope that they find an equitable solution to allow creators like me to monetize a more engaged audience than they can get on Patreon or through YouTube or anything like that. No offense to anyone who's supporting me on any of those platforms, by the way. Now, speaking of supporting your favorite creators, here's a quick word on how you can support us via the Everly Heights Patreon. We'll be back with more stable denusion in just a minute. Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by the Everly Heights Building Dreams Patreon. At everlyheights.tv, Bill Meeks already teaches you how to use the latest AI tech as he uses it himself to produce animated shows set in the fictional town of Everly Heights, Ohio. Support Bill on Patreon to gain access to an array of exclusive benefits, including his custom AI tools and models, behind-the-scenes content, and engaging Stable Diffusion Q and A sessions. Join the artistic journey and be part of something very special by supporting the project at patreon.com slash everlyheights. Okay, let's examine the latest breakthroughs in AI tech in a little segment I like to call... Watch out, Duner! A stable surge is coming your way! Stable Fast has been ported to Comfy UI. Now, StableFast is designed to boost the performance of Stable Diffusion models on NVIDIA GPUs, especially those using the Hugging Face Diffusers library, by implementing a range of optimization techniques. It optimizes convolution operations, leverages low-precision arithmetic, improves memory management, enhances model tracing, and supports CUDA graphics and fused attention me mechanisms. 
That's a lot of gobbledygook. Uh, basically, they're just saying it does things better, faster. The goal is to achieve faster model inference on NVIDIA GPUs while maintaining or improving numerical accuracy. Note, to take advantage of these optimizations, you'll need to be using a stable diffusion front end with diffusers, which is sadly not the industry standard automatic 1111, or maybe Comfy UI if uh, you're one of those guys. Now, I'm excited to try this out in Comfy UI, but I'm still adjusting to the new graphics card I got over the holidays, a 3090 with a lot more VRAM, and I don't have my head around stable video diffusion yet, so I'm kind of like just holding off on doing anything new until I get that stuff figured out. Still, this is definitely going on the list. That's one of the great things about doing this show, actually, is I get this whole list of stuff that I'm going to try one day once I get what I'm working on done. At the end of the day, faster is usually better, as long as the quality doesn't suffer too much. So I'm excited to try this out. The IP adapter Face ID model for ControlNet which allows you to in-paint a specific face without having to train a lure on it first, is now working in automatic 1111. It supports two versions, both Face ID Plus version 2 and the Stable Diffusion 1.5 version. The update received mixed reviews on Reddit, some noting that having to use a LoRa in addition to the ControlNet model was a little difficult when generally with the ControlNet model, you just flip the model on, maybe a preprocessor, and you're off to the races. Now, I'm one to generally just go ahead and train Alora for this kind of thing, but I did get a chance to use this recently while making character turnarounds for my upcoming animated series very special. It allowed me to make the characters look just a little bit like their real-life actors without having to train a whole model on the actor like some creep or, you know, making images that looked exactly like them. Uh, this tool is perfect for quick, fun face swaps, but... Uh, Anything past that, uh, you might have some issues. The Institute for Intelligent Computing recently announced a new framework called Make a Character, or Mock. This is a user-friendly framework that enables the creation of highly customizable and realistic 3D avatars from text descriptions. It leverages the capabilities of large language and vision models for understanding textual intentions and generating intermediate images. The primary goal of Mock is to provide an intuitive and efficient way for users to craft controllable, lifelike 3D characters that meet their expectation within just two minutes or so. At least that's the promise. Make a Character has a GitHub and a demo up now if you want to go ahead and give it a try. We'll have the links in the show notes. Now, I'm really digging what I'm seeing here on the screen, uh, you know, in their demos. I haven't got a chance to try it out myself yet. With a little texturing and blender, these would be really compelling 3D models and characters for my animated series. Now, hopefully the demo comes back online so I can check it out. But again, it was offline while I was putting together the episode. The new HD Horizon LoRa helps you generate large images natively using Stable Diffusion 1.5 models without using high-res fix or worrying about the monstrosities that can happen, uh, you know, making large images while you're making your generations. The standout feature of HD Horizon is its ability to achieve high-resolution inferencing without the need for additional fixes like high-res fix resulting in more natural, sharper images at 
any size. The HD Horizon LoRa is available on Civit AI now, and the link's in our show notes. Now, I gave this a shot, and it gave me some really good images, although it did tend to make all the Smurfs I generated topless for some reason. Uh, your mileage may vary, especially with Smurfs. Hopefully, anyway. I cannot unsee that. Finally, let's explore how AI is invading popular culture in artificial pop. Copying classic film actor Jimmy Stewart, again, iconic stand-up comedian George Carlin has been resurrected for a podcast using AI. The Dudesy podcast, hosted by comedians Will Sasso and Chad Kultgen, Kultgen, have created a new comedy special called George Carlin, I'm Glad I'm Dead using AI technology to recreate Carlin's voice and write new material about modern day issues like streaming services and Donald Trump, punctuated with random images generated with Dolly or something, I guess. Thank you, thank you. I'd like to start off with a heartfelt apology. I'm sorry it took me so long to come out with new material, but I, I do have a pretty good excuse. I was dead. <laughs> However, uh, this has sparked a bit of controversy with Carlin's daughter, Kelly Carlin, who has expressed skepticism about AI-generated products attempting to recreate her father's genius. And, you know, no questions here. George Carlin was a comedy genius. A little brash for my taste, but gotta respect the game. His daughter, Kelly, emphasizes the irreplaceable nature of her father's work and suggests listening to the genuine George Carlin's 14 or so specials instead of AI imitations. Now, as a fan of Carlin, this was interesting. It does sound like a lot of human creativity went into the whole project, from Sasso writing the sets in Carlin's style, to the whole set being performed by a human uh, doing a George Carlin impression, before being run through a George Carlin AI filter. Still, I only listened to a couple minutes, it does sound pretty legit, which is kind of exciting. Uh, I'd like to think George Carlin would find this interesting, but, you know, his daughter says he wouldn't, so who am I to say? Late British painter Harold Cohen, known for his pioneering work in generative art and artificial intelligence, is the subject of a new exhibition at the Whitney Museum of American Art titled Harold Cohen, Aaron. The exhibition revives Cohen's art-making program, Aaron, which he developed over several decades and will showcase paintings and drawings generated by Aaron, both old and new, as well as featuring a live demo of the retro AI software. The exhibition explores Harold Cohen's pioneering work with Aaron, an early form of machine-powered art-making that he developed starting in the late 1960s. It delves into how Aaron evolved over time, becoming increasingly sophisticated and capable of generating complex artwork. The exhibition can be viewed at the Whitney Museum in New York City. New York City! Yes, New York City. Now, while a lot of these look very MS Paint style, it's really cool that artists have been playing around with this sort of thing since the 1960s. I didn't even know that. This story inspires me to do a whole video on the air in tech. I'd love to, actually. Would you want to watch that? Let me know in the comments. Runway AI is holding an AI-powered film festival for AI animators. 
The second annual AI Film Festival celebrates AI-assisted animation with $60,000 in cash prizes and a bunch of runway credits tossed on top. Ten finalists will be showcased at gala screenings in New York City and Los Angeles. Films must be 1 to 10 minutes in length and AI-powered tooling must be used in its creation. Filmmakers have until February 29th to submit. Now, considering that I'm hoping to have a rough cut of my animated pilot, uh, very special, done by late February, I'm really tempted to take a little scene from it and submit it for this. I mean, cash is key and some free runway credit would probably be nice. Uh, now, if you submit your work, break a leg. Just don't break me or my entry. <laughs> Speaking of comments, I love hearing from you guys. Leave me a comment and I'll respond in the next episode like I'm going to do right now with Mr. Magoo. Mr. Magoo's comment involved our story covering the new pricing tiers Stability AI rolled out for professionals. Now, Mr. Magoo writes, kind of a bad look that you don't want to support Stability AI with a membership, but then immediately ask viewers to support you through Patreon. Let's normalize supporting those that make products that we use and enjoy. Well, thanks for your comment, Mr. Magoo. Uh, yes, it's a little bit of a catch-22, I guess. Supporting projects we use and enjoy is an admirable goal, but one of the things that I love about open source like Stable Diffusion is that it lets people like me get started on something without a ton of initial resource investment. Now, I don't fault Stability AI for looking to get paid, and I obviously want them to continue to exist. I'm using their product every day. I just hope they maintain that open source ethos moving forward and don't start paywalling all of the new features. Now, concerning the virtual Jimmy Stewart from the call map that we talked about last time, Deborah Kerr writes, I like the Jimmy Stewart take, although I'd bet the impersonator alone probably sounded more real than the AI tweak. And uh, Deborah Kerr agreed very, very much. Sometimes the old ways are really the best ways. Now, what do you think about all the stories we talked about today? Leave a comment or email me one at billmeeks at everlyheights.tv and I'll respond to it in the next episode. Now, also make sure to check out at billmeeksbot on Twitter. It's an old account that I used an early GPT bot to create a virtual me with, but I've revived it with a custom trained Bill Meeks GPT based on five years of my tweets. Follow along to see if this thing can outtweet the real Bill Meeks. Again, at Bill Meeks Bot. Oh, and follow me at Bill Meeks on Twitter too, if you'd like. Sorry, X. Now see you next time. And keep dreaming. And we out. Read the stories and join the team at EverlyHeights.tv. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Everly Heights. Watch us build Everly Heights in Building Dreams by subscribing to Bill Meeks LA on YouTube. Get access to the custom stable diffusion models we're using to build Everly Heights, as well as our morning meeting production diary by supporting us at patreon.com slash Everly Heights. I was still here the whole time. <laughs>